Good day, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Digital Foundation Podcast brought to you by Infrastructure Masons. I'm Kerry Getz. I'm here with my sidekick, Simon. How are you, Simon? Kerry, I am very well, thank you. How about you? I'm doing great. You know, I actually got out of the house, went to a couple events. There was an AFCOM data center show and a DCAC data center show over in Austin, Texas, and people were out and about and got to see people in 3D. It was pretty amazing. Yeah. Did you bump into Dean at all in your travels? I did. And he exposed me to COVID. Thanks, Dean. Of course, you know, you can't help these things these days. I think either either you get jabbed or you get it. But one way or another, I think we're all bound to uh, be stuck with this stupid virus in one way or another. But thankfully, no transmission, but a great hug and an awesome time to catch back up. I haven't seen him in a while. So it was really good. Really good. Yeah, well, there's plenty of in-person events opening up in Europe now. We've got Data Cloud UK and Ireland in London. That's next week. We've got Data Center World in Madrid next month. And the month after that, we've got an in-person chapter meeting in Stockholm for the Nordic chapter. And of course, we can fly to the US from the end of November. So things really are getting back to normal travel-wise anyway, which is fantastic. Thankfully, yes. Now, if we can just get everybody back to normal... You know, I, I think <laughs> that's a bit of a tall order, but, you know. <laughs> you know, when I walked into the pub last night, I had a mask on and the barmaid said, oh, you don't need masks anymore. So I said, oh, great. So I took it off. And then she said, well, actually, I didn't realize how ugly you are. Would you mind putting it back on, please? <laughs> <laughs> too funny. Too funny. Yeah, I, I expect there'll be lots of jokes going around and they'll continue, you know, for masks and everything. It'll just be nice to be able to talk about something besides a stupid Rona for a change. I'm looking forward to those days. Yeah, yeah, me too. And of course, I think a lot of people are really looking forward to the social aspects of these in-person meetings again. Well, and it's just crucial, you know, people are social animals. And I know that we do a ton in digital infrastructure and we just assume that digital's okay, but it's not. People need contact, they need human interaction. And people need to see each other, you know, face-to-face and get to know each other. And speaking of that, we have somebody cool <laughs> for people to get to know. How is that for a good segue? Very nice. So we have Taylor Whitson with us, who is our new MarkCom person here at the Infrastructure Masons. Taylor, say hello. Hi, everybody. I'm honored to be on and here with our Masons, Carrie and Simon. Thank you for having me. So could you say a few words about your background, Taylor? What were you doing before iMasons? Sure, of course. So previously, I was working in collegiate athletics, and I found just within the first week here how many overlaps just in marketing basics of sponsors with athletics and donors. And you've got the same thing on this side of iMasons, where you're dealing with sponsors and partners, and the same with just people. Everyone wants to be feel included and feel excited for something and collaborate and like back on the COVID topic, we just want to be together, (laughs) whether it's a conference or a sporting event, you know, you just want to see someone. And so I'm really excited to start meeting people and just building those connections here within iMasons. And of course you're here in in London at the moment, you started your career with iMasons at this side of the pond and you're meeting lots of people over here. You saw your first data center last week as KO Data. Yes, it was amazing. I've had an incredible time here in London so far. I'm glad that I can be here. I mean, as the listeners know, Simon is here in London. And so being able to connect in person with him, even though it's at a WeWork or something, you know, it's been really nice to have that. And then 
the data center was incredible. I mean, just my first glimpse at everything involved within this industry. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm excited. The KO Data, who are a foundation partner of iMasons and the UK chapter of Anchor Partner, they're hosting Europe's biggest supercomputer. You know, it's either the UK's biggest supercomputer or Europe's biggest supercomputer, but it is a supercomputer for sure. And it's doing a lot of research in life sciences, trying to find a cure for dementia. And, and I think all the data related to COVID research is also held there. So they're doing great things at KO Data for sure. Yeah, you would have thought that someone was like drying their hair in the room next to you with that yeah. supercomputer going. It was, it was loud. It's powerful. I've never heard well, anything. Well, Simon wouldn't know about the hairdryer thing himself, <laughs> actually. <laughs> yeah, my memory's not that good, I'm afraid. True. <laughs> but it was loud. It's 80-kilowatt rack set, and it was loud. You could hear the, the, it screaming through the wall. It was just phenomenally loud. But yeah, very impressive sight. And hopefully you get a chance to see a few more as well while you're over with us. I think there are more data centers in the M25 around London. It's the most concentrated part of, of Europe for data centers. So there's plenty of opportunities to see lots of data centers. There's a lot of really cool ones there. And, and speaking of data centers and people joining this community, just like Taylor did, our guest today did the same exact thing. So at the AFCOM event, Bill Clayman, who's also one of our own and over the Gen Z section with us, had a great interview with Jai. She came out of one of the capstone projects with, she was studying electrical engineering and got exposed to the data center industry and now is a data center engineer with Edge Connects. Mm. And so she's one of those people that got brought into the fold through the Infrastructure Masons, the scholarship program, and through learning, you know, the capstone project and learning. And we've got other capstone projects going on this year, actually, sure. to try to strengthen the upcoming talent in this industry. So, yeah, if I could just double click on the Capstone project, it's one of our best achievements, I think, and it's certainly going to be ramped up and amplified globally over the next few years. A little bit of background, as many of us know, a lot of bachelor's degrees in engineering and architecture, business, and other disciplines include a final year project, which is designed to focus students on a real world problem. And iMasons developed a senior Capstone project which was piloted at Hampton University, which is a HBCU, a historically black college or university in Southern Virginia, I think it is. The students on the Capstone project were split into two teams. The first team were asked to design and develop a digital infrastructure architecture to support the development of, of a new mobile phone app. And they were tasked with determining how many data centers were needed, where they should be located, and how big they should be. And once they identified the sites, the second team went to the selected sites and designed the data center. They designed the floor plans, the building elevation, the power, the network connections, cooling, the lot. And I'm our role, I'm Masons, we provided a team of our experienced members to, to meet and mentor the students. That took place weekly. If the students had any questions or needed some information, then their mentor would connect them with suitable iMasons from our membership around the world. We then provided a panel of IM members to provide feedback and evaluate the students' progress midterm and on the final presentations. And of course, this was all about introducing the students to the digital infrastructure industry and hopefully get them jobs in our industry because, of course, there's a lot of other industries competing for talent. 
we need to give Philip Marangella and Edge Connects a shout out on this because Phil was instrumental in getting this project off the ground. In fact, it's actually Phil's idea. He approached us with this idea probably about a year ago now, I'd say. And it really was a passion project for Edge Connects' CEO, Randy Brockman. So big shout out and thanks to the guys at Edge Connects. And the interesting thing is, not only did all the students get jobs, but they got jobs in our industry. And that's the thing. They're so interested and fascinated about the industry and the people they met. And yeah, we managed to attract all of them into our industry, which was such a great result. And the reason why we're ramping it up, we've been recruiting more mentors. I think it's going to be at four universities for the current year, 21-22. And then we'll be expanding it globally the following year. So a real success. And as Carrie said, she was with Bill and Jai at the AFCOM event. And we're partnering with AFCOM on this capstone project moving forward, which is great. And Jai and Bill had a chat on stage. And after they finished the stage performance, I've had a private discussion, which I recorded just for our podcast. So without further ado, over to Bill and Jai. Thanks, Carrie and Simon. And you know what? Thanks for having me on the Digital Foundation Podcast once again. I am Bill Clayman, EVP of Digital Solutions over at Switch and the Master of Ceremonies at this year's AFCOM Data Center World Conference in Orlando. Now, I'm about to sit down and speak with Jai Huntley, a student in the Digital Infrastructure Capstone Program at Hampton University from last year, who is now a data center engineer with Edge Connects. Let's have a seat and enjoy the listen. All right, Jai. It is really nice to have you here. We just came off the keynote stage where we talked about you know, what you're doing and this career and the, this amazing iMasons and the new partnership with AFCOM and this digital infrastructure capstone program. You just sat in front of a few hundred people and you were cool and you were totally like just in the zone and everyone was like, oh my God, Jai is so cool. When I grow up, I want to be like her. <laughs> we're saving it. So let's, let's get a little bit more into this conversation that we only had 20 minutes for on, on the stage and, and ask you some more stuff. So for those that might not be familiar who weren't at the keynote, I think everyone is here, maybe your name, your title, and where you work and what you do. So my name is Jai Huntley. I'm a Kansas City native who went on to study electrical engineering with a minor in leadership studies at Hampton University. And now I'm a data center engineer at Edge Connects. Awesome. All right. So we know you've been working there since June, right? You're still in the industry for a few months now. This capstone project that we did, did it prepare you at all? And maybe when you started this capstone initiative, what was your biggest surprise? So I would say it definitely prepared me. Within my interview, I would say I got softly grilled. So if it was a case where I did not pay attention during the capstone, I would not have been prepared for my interview, which pretty much delved into just about any and every data center component from the outside to the inside. And then what was your second question? What do you think was your biggest surprise? Like you're, here you are, these four mentors, they're, they're giving you a lot of instruction about a brand new project. Mm-hmm. What was your biggest surprise throughout this? I would say the biggest surprise is just how interconnected everything is. So like I had previously mentioned, or I guess I could say it again, it's just interesting to see the difference between power and capacity. So just because you have the capacity or space to put more stuff in there, doesn't mean you necessarily have the power to do so. So within like the last week, temperatures around the United States have been pretty high, like 90 to 100 degrees. So basically one of our data centers in Nashville, I wouldn't say overheated, but it basically reached a point to where if we oversold our power, we wouldn't have been in the greatest condition. All right. That makes sense. So you're learning much more about capacity, power requirements, what it takes to build a data center. And that's amazing. 
So you have a really unique perspective in this next question. I don't have it right and you, because you were working with these team members. What do you think is stopping this new young generation or young people from coming into our industry? I would say we do not know about it. And that's just as simple as I can put it. So when you look at major choices at, well, I guess just to start, most people choose their school and then choose their major. Others choose their major than their schools. When I was looking at majors, I definitely did not see digital infrastructure or anything related to this industry as a major option. So I would say if that was more apparent, then maybe individuals go into it. But since it's not, it's more so us just not knowing. So kind of a follow-up question, maybe what you wanted to do in your professional career. Did you consider the data center or digital infrastructure industry as like a viable career option before the Capstone Project? I did not because I did not know about it. So if I didn't know about it, possibly, but I studied electrical engineering and was honestly going to go on to study human-computer interaction. But since I did this Capstone and learned about the digital infrastructure world, I went into it. That makes sense. I mean, you said it best, right? And again, it's beyond just like one talk, right? It's this constant interaction with the students so that you become much more intimately familiar with a data center architecture. So here's an important question. What advice would you give to other young people who are potentially undecided on a career path? And we've got a lot of people who are going to be listening to the podcast as well as a bunch of people here of young kids. So what's some advice you'd give to other young people who maybe don't know what they want to do yet? I would say everything comes full circle. So more so start off with your passions. I know talking to many different students, they listen to just about everyone besides themselves on what they're truly passionate about. So kind of just look into what you truly enjoy doing and would not mind doing for years on end and then go from there. Perfect. So this is an important question. You know, as we sort of have this conversation with other organizations, as they open up the aperture of what they can do for young people, what can companies do to attract more young people into this industry? What do you think? I would say be open. So with me, I like transparency. I like general conversation. So of course, we understand it's a professional world, but we also like to kind of see what you guys do like in a day-to-day or on your in your free time. Do you have free time? So the more open and honest you are, the more willing we're able to say, we wouldn't mind being in a position similar to you. Was there anything that during either the Capstone Project or when you started working as a data center engineer that maybe was an aha moment or maybe you're just like, this is extra or this is like really surprising or maybe it's extra challenging? Anything you can think of? Well, I would say the funniest thing or one of the things I enjoy listening to are like the sales teams pretty much go back and forth. So, of course, that is like one of the main things that drive the success of a company. But it's just interesting to see how... I wouldn't say stubborn, but in a way stubborn the sales guys can be. And I guess how transparent their conversations are. So some hold back, some don't. But it's kind of like just the funny remarks that I hear. I like to giggle, so I giggle. I like that salespeople are what's throwing you off a little bit. All right, I'm out of questions. I do have some more topics of conversation. I want to open this up. This is a very unique opportunity for everybody here in front of us to ask a question of Jai. We've never done this before, data center world, where we had somebody literally graduating college and coming into this industry. So hands up. Let me see if you have any, any questions, any comments or concerns. Go ahead and shout out your question. I'll repeat it. So the question is, how do young people like Jai consume information more effectively? Thank you, Austin. How do they get this in? How do they actually, what's the best way to communicate with you? Go ahead, Jai. Well, I'm actually an old soul. 
a lot of people call me an old lady. No offense. But basically, I like email. <laughs> but for other individuals, I would say a lot of students tune into like social media. So Twitter, Instagram, stuff like that. But then there are also the students who do traditionally check their emails like multiple times a day. So I would say between email, just web, and then social media. Yeah. So Gen Z, in case you're curious as to what letter it is, Gen Z, millennial, and Gen Z. Any, I want more questions. This is great. Uh, go ahead, Mark. So the question is about sustainability. How much of a factor did sustainability, green solutions, efficiency play into the project? So we actually had like a whole slide about different green data center. I can't think of the word right now. Like, yeah, green solutions, basically. So we looked into like different things that can go into like flooring or like water solutions, stuff like that. So that wasn't something I touched on previously, but we did look into sustainability. And just to kind of point that out, I remember specifically your presentation. They, they talked about, wow, I mean, I remember affluent water recycling, tapping into green energy resources near. You picked Reno, right, to be able to get green yeah. solar power. Anything else you can think of? I can't think right now, but it's almost like the flooring. Right. So it was like, well, I can't even, I can't think. Concrete, like green oh, concrete. Yeah, they really did a design around, they did a concrete slab design. That was another consideration they did because they found out how their data center was going to be made was going to be better than, than raised flooring. But again, that's just some, some research they did. Next question, let me see your hands. So the question, I guess, Jai, is, is now that you've graduated and Keatra and Selena, all those folks are, are done, would you go back and help us mentor Here's, here's kind of a follow-up question to that. What would you say to those students that are in the next capstone program? Well, I would say I'm definitely considering it. Well, not even considering. I am. Yeah, so, I, yeah. And then I spoke to a couple people after the keynote, and I'll be participating in more opportunities. So if you guys have opportunities to where I can speak to young individuals, I love doing it. I've been doing it. Like I spend summers basically going back home and teaching students like the ins and outs of college before they make it there. So I would say that's kind of like one of my passions is just making sure people can go to college and have their truest passions to where they're not necessarily wasting time matriculating through a major that they don't necessarily care for. And then what was your second question? Let's say you go back, Hampton University. It's literally the next iteration of you. Yeah. What would you say to them? Everything comes full circle. So like, just do not give up. Like, of course, it's easy for me to basically say, like, I'm taking calculus. What do I need this for? Will I ever use this? So it's almost like just because you have to take that to see the end goal, just go ahead and see the end goal because you never know what can come next. What would you say to them that are just starting this capstone project that have no idea what a data center is and are questioning their decision? Be open to learning because, of course, there's tons of things you don't even consider. So, like, we would think we were just about done with our project until someone was like, oh, did you consider this? Did you consider this? Did you consider that? And, of course, we did not. So, as you start considering more things, like, different light bulbs start popping off. So, as you do that, it's just like you literally continue to learn. Makes sense. So, never stop learning. I like it. Questions? Who else got one? Raise your hand. This, this is a lot of fun. We're, we're getting a chance to have a conversation here. All right. If you think of it, raise your hand. I'll be able to ask it here. Jai, where do you see yourself you know, in the near future? Do you want to get another degree? What do you see yourself doing in this industry? Well, it's interesting you ask that. So before coming into this industry, of course, I have mentioned human-computer interaction. I would say that's pretty much out at this point. If I did go back to pursue a master's, because I did speak to a man named John, who basically said bachelor's may or may not mean too much of anything soon. I'm interested in marketing, so I might do that. But then I also do enjoy the keynotes. So this was my very first keynote, and I actually enjoyed this. So we'll see, you know, what 
comes next. You did great. And my piece of advice for any young person is definitely get an MBA or like a marketing degree. My undergrad was network engineering, got into virtualization, cloud and data center design, and then I did get an MBA in marketing. And it teaches you the language of business. It teaches yeah. you how to interact with people. It teaches you to understand the value that you can position to executive leaders of what digital infrastructure does for them. So I think that's important. All right, Jai, here's another question for you. How do you see this, this industry changing potentially in the near future? Do you think that through your career, you're going to see more green solutions? Do you think you're going to see more density or, or more importance on this digital infrastructure? In your, your short few months in the industry already, what do you think is going to be changing soon? I would say just a way about doing just about everything. So within the previous talks, I didn't realize some of the racks can go up to 80 kilowatts because what we study were more so like seven to 10. And if it's higher than that, of course, you need like a different containment solution. So I would say that's interesting. And then I would say also just different faces. So I was speaking with someone who basically said a 77 year old had retired, but then came back. And I'm sure he came back for multiple different reasons. But I would just say just to kind of change the faces you look at. To change the faces that you look at, that's amazing, and thank you for that. But yeah, so there's a report. I'll share it with you, the AFCOM State of Data Center report. And the average rack density that was reported there was like 7 to 10 kilowatts per rack. But you're right. In the hyperscalers, I mean, they're going like 50, you know, 40, 50, 60. And if you start talking like liquid cooling in super hyper-dense environments, I mean, they're talking even more than that, in triple digits in some cases. So I think that's really inspiring. Jai, what's a piece of advice that you'd give potentially to a lot of the folks that are listening here? And I know it's, it's all about you know, being open and being honest. And we asked the question of how do you communicate better with a new generation? How do you inspire this data center industry to help more young people understand that every click does have an impact? You know, the, the, the center, data center is more than just all these blinking lights. I guess, how do you help us inspire the next generation? I would say with that, it's more so like the videos. So if you talk to someone, of course, they're like, oh, I'm listening. But if you can actually show videos like within the previous keynote, Mm -hmm. I think that's more impactful for the people who may or may not be as technical. So like if you're technical, of course you understand. But if you're not technical, you more so need graphics to help you understand. Okay, so visual representation of what of what a data center looks like. That's that's really important. Any other questions here for the wonderful job? Mark, go ahead. So I'm going to repeat that. That's a good question, right? I'm going, to, I'm going to change that, Mark, just a little bit, right? The question was, would you add things like video or graphics to your presentation? And on that note, hindsight is twenty twenty. What would you have changed? In our presentation? Honestly, I would say nothing. Oh. In our, like within our final capstone presentation, it was kind of like a buildup from fall semester to spring semester. So honestly, I'd have to say nothing unless I thought on it and came back to you. What grade did you get? We got an A. So... Of course, they are not too pushy on A pluses, but you know that's what we deserve. You, you got an A. I'm satisfied. I, this is this is a, I, you know I, that's actually the first time I asked that question. I don't know what rate you got. I'm glad you got. Clearly, you graduated. and got a job. So good job. Any other questions? Go ahead. So the question is, I've got four amazing, wonderful, adorable children that are the best in the entire world that listen to me all the time. Right. That's the question. Yeah. How do I talk to them about this? What can I do to to help them get inspired about about this industry as a dad? So I would say take the technical aspects out of it. So I'm sure you're very technical when you speak on it. But if you literally go to some of the apps that you say, did you know that when you do this, this is what happens in the data center? So like 
I'm not sure if they're on like Instagram or Twitter, but if it is, then you could say when you tweet this, this is what happens or when the servers are down, this is what this actually means. So kind of do it to where they more so understand versus like the technical like racks density, because at that point they're going to be like, OK, I'm not listening to you anymore. That's a good point. So technical immersion, right, through visual representation, right, in a very simple form. People in the data center industry, it's not easy to do, right? We're so technical. We're so immersed that for everybody else, like, you don't know about two-phase power systems. What's wrong with you? You know, and you got you to gotta specify what, what those are and what that even is, is and what that looks like. Jai, it was absolutely wonderful to have you here. I wish you nothing but success in your future. And I, I'm pretty much going to tell you, you and I are going to be working quite a bit together, which is awesome. Thank you for, so much for joining us here at Data Center World on this Data Center Live stage at the keynote. Keep doing wonderful things to help changing this world so that we can all look at different faces and keep creating new ideas of how to make this industry even better. So thank you, Jai. Thank you. That was absolutely fascinating. Now back to you, Carrie and Simon. Okay. Thanks so much for that, Bill and Jai. What great information. I think there's a lot of good insight and wisdom there. It's always good to get a student's perspective, especially reaching out to other students that are the same age. For those of you that would like to be on this journey with us, we encourage you to go to imasons.org. If you're a student, there's no fee for joining. There's also information there about scholarships, some of these capstone projects. If you're an educator and interested in the capstone project, please also reach out as well. We're really trying to grow this industry and bring a lot of this new talent and new breath into this, considering they're such big consumers of this anyway. <laughs> so go to imasons.org. You'll find all of the information there. We look forward to having you on this journey with us. And we look forward to having you on another edition of the Digital Foundation Podcast. So I'm Carrie on behalf of myself and sidekick Simon. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.